0: It's a special leap year edition of Fort Worth Camera Radio. It's me, your old pal from the camera store, Mackenzie Hughes. We are once again with a very special guest. They are all very special, but um, Mr. Kirk Edwards is here with me. And before you talk, don't say anything. Okay. I want people to be directed where they can see your fantastic images. I happen to know them to be available on Instagram. I've heard that's a good place to look at pictures. You may now talk and immediately plug where people can see your images. Okay.
1: Let's hold my breath for a while. There. there you go. Uh, you can see my images on Instagram at underscore Kirk, a E that's K I R K a E, uh, or my website, uh, Kirk, Ae.com. Uh, and that's pretty much the, the main two places you can see. Awesome. Thanks for coming. We'll Thanks for having me. Talking with you. Okay.
0: Um, I had to be reminded how we actually met and you reminded me that I, uh, cold called you, I saw your images on the Instagram and I thought to myself, man, that's really incredible work, light painting. And that's something that I know I, or my staff wasn't really, uh, skilled in necessarily like you are. And so I called you up and said, Hey, bro. <laughs> How's about teaming up somehow and joining forces so we can take over the photographic world? You said yes, of course. That's right. Why wouldn't I say yes? Right. And from there, we uh, grew uh, a, a rapid um, friendship. Mm-hmm. How, are, how are friendships rapid?
1: Uh, uh, not so much but a bromance, but definitely, you know, there's friendship. a bit of a bromance, I there's, think. There's still we we've had some good times. <laughs>
0: But it developed into a, a, I will dare say, one of the better PhotoFest events of last year, which was 2019, at the Fort Worth Water Gardens, where we had 75 people in a reserved area. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a great time with our good friend. uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Roxana Redfoot. Absolutely.
1: And your assistant that day was? I want to make sure that. Oh, my sister. Oh, so my brother and uh, a friend of mine, Elizabeth Wrist, did the uh, reflective tape yep. and makeup on Roxanne. You and be they, sure to mention everyone there. And they killed it. Yeah. So, a
0: fantastic time. And we totally had to do it again, except this time a little more premium, I'm a little more selective yeah. with how many people we allowed. And this year, the sixth annual Fort Worth Photo Fest, you can uh, see Kirk um, do his thing Slinging with my you. Lights. Yeah, he's going to show you how to get results just like he does at the airfield um, waterfalls, airfield falls conservation park. Yes. It's a mouthful. And uh, you can actually sign up for that event at Fort dot com. That's a photo with an F fest with an F.com should be great. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting. So in the meantime, our usual boilerplate questionnaire is who is, Kirk Edwards, who is the man, <laughs> where did he come from and how did he get going to go deep? Huh? Oh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's what the, that's what this podcast is all about.
1: Oh, unfortunately um, I don't go that deep, okay. but uh, well, okay. you well, can just dive in. Actually don't dive in cause it's pretty shallow in there. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from, man? Uh, I'm from here. I uh, lived in Irving most of my life, a little short stint in New York when I was contemplating going to culinary school up at the CIA mm. in, uh, up upstate, but um, moved back here and uh, yeah, been here ever since. Cool. Texas boy, you're a your
0: local boy. Yep. Um, as such, I do want to draw attention to something I just discovered, uh, thanks to uh, Amazon Prime and yeah. and you. <laughs> oh yeah. You you were part of a the production team that well produced a very fascinating documentary on something local and very dear to a lot
1: of people's hearts around here that's right uh so i have a production background i'm actually uh, an audio mixer or audio engineer by trade uh, that's what pays the bills so i've been in, working in production for about 13 years now doing audio by the way what do you think of our studio uh it's pretty P- cool. pretty nice isn't it it's pretty cool you like the couch yeah <laughs> i'm sitting very still in this uh, possibly squeaky chair because being a sound guy i'm super uh aware of like just the ambience of how bullshit this yeah. production I'm is. Right about, I'm worried about the AC <laughs> and the, the chatter outside, the, but they,
0: I turned the AC off. It's fine. That's as yeah, quiet as it it's, gets. It's not
1: bad in here. It's pretty good. You did good. All right, continue. Uh, so what was I saying before you interrupted me? Uh, oh yeah. There'll so be more of that production world. So we got a tip from a friend, um, who was like the PR guy for Dublin bottling works. And he said, Hey, you know this place might not be around for much longer. You guys should get down there with your cameras and just document how cool this little bottling plant is. It's in because, Dub- because it might not be there much longer because because what was produced there? Uh, oh, it's where Dublin Dr Pepper was produced. It's where the very first bottles of Dr Pepper were ever bottled. Right. So the recipe was invented in Waco, but it was first bottled in Dublin, which is about two hours from here. Yeah, which we're in Fort Worth. Uh, so we went down there with our cameras and our audio. It was like three, three or four of us, a little small team, uh, had no idea what we were going to get. And we just kind of met Jeff Kloster, who was the, uh, I want to say he was the GM at the time, um, and a long line of Kloster's there's bill senior who kind of ran the company forever. And then bill junior, who was the president and then, and Jeff. So it's a family business. Um, and they've been toting the, uh, in the line for 120 years they stuck with uh, what made their, their drink special was they stuck with pure cane sugar when everybody else switched to uh high fructose corn syrup so anyway watch the doc to get all the information on that but so we just happened to be down there on the day where uh the lawsuit came down uh where dr pepper snapple meaning corporate dr pepper uh slapped them with uh, a lawsuit they were tied up in legal fees for months and months and finally they had to just you know they're out of money so they had to settle and so we were down there on the day they announced the settlement. So we you know, we were down there before. News crews were down there. It was really cool. We you know getting stuff before all the big, you know, Channel Four, and all that kind of stuff were down there. So uh, and Jeff Kloster let us in, treat us treat us like family. So we had you know great access, which is a huge if you're making a documentary. You got to have access. So we just kind of followed the story for uh, a year to see how the town would um, react to the the disappearance of their loved drink. And, um, yeah, sits in the movies called bottled up the battle over Dublin, Dr. Pepper, it's available for free on Amazon prime.
0: Yeah. I've watched it twice now, not just because my friend was part of it, but it's a fascinating look into first off Texas in general, Texas lifestyle, the people that have a, a zest for life in texas and it's a very special (laughs) thing and i'm not from texas and that that's one of the reasons why i kind of dig into these podcasts is because i i think everything about texas is really kind of fascinating but most importantly the people for sure there's not a better person than, than you to kind of document that so be sure to view i don't normally show like this but check out this documentary on amazon prime bottled up and you just search bottled up. By the way, don't search Dublin or Dr Pepper because for some reason
1: it doesn't come up that way. Search bottled up, bottled up the battle over Dublin Dr Pepper. And if you do watch it and you like it, please uh, give us a five star rating because that helps us stay in the algorithm, the Amazon Prime algorithm, which keeps it, you know, being forced force fed to, to people. You'll it'll pop up in your banner more if it gets higher ratings. So uh, do us a solid and hook us up. All right, so if you're a an audio engineer or audio,
0: you know Sound person, mixer, engineer, mixer yep. by trade, how did you get into photography? Or, so, or, or which came first?
1: Uh, definitely audio first, and uh, I've always kind of been around photography. My dad was an amateur photographer. He had you know film film cameras, um, and I purchased a Canon five D Mark three to use as a video camera with another production company in town who was also Mm -hmm. gonna buy one and all their shoots to do two camera setups. They're like, hey, uh they always use me as their sound guy. They're like, if you want to buy a Canon we'll wrench yours every time we we shoot, uh just to kind of save them from having to buy two cameras. So I actually bought the camera for video and just sat around and shot video with it. I'd occasionally, you know, squeeze off some little point and click, you know, put it in auto. Didn't know what i was doing much uh but slowly over the years you know being around camera guys video guys and learning kind of how to you know compose shots and frame rate and all this kind of stuff uh, i eventually started playing around more with uh, with photography like stills
0: yeah you're good and of course everyone that's on this little show they're good photographers and your imagery is not just special and unique because of what you're shooting. And by the way, you better be checking out his images on Instagram because they're fantastic. I've actually been a part of a number of your photo shoots. And it's always cool to not only see what happens because the lights appear
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> on your screen that you actually are. I mean, gosh, we can go down a total rabbit hole in this. Oh, one. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a totally immersive and creative experience crafting one of your images because it takes people. Yeah. It it's, takes movement. It's it a takes team. timing. And yeah. then it takes composition, all the other things that you would need for a photograph anyway.
1: Yeah. A lot of, a lot of logistics. The uh, model, you know, they're long exposures. So the model has to be totally still. And even if you tell somebody you have to be still, they still don't really know how still they need to be because uh, if you move at all and the lights on you while you're moving, you're going to have some, you know, we call ghosting. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's tricky, but, uh, the reward is instant. You don't have to wait for somebody to, you know, cook it up in Photoshop. You can see the results in the back of the LCD as soon as the shutter closes, which makes it really cool. One of the, um, shoots that you and I just mean you
0: were on was out in my hometown of Alito, Texas. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because the images that were coming out of, you know, straight out of the can, as they say, looked like. There really wasn't much more to do with them. It was pretty organic and kind of ready to go. You do a right. little post process in it, but it was sure <clears throat> almost a final pr- product.
1: Yeah, most most of my stuff. I mean, if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd probably say ninety percent of the stuff I do is, is pretty much pretty close out of camera. Uh, the one thing I do tweak, I'll do a fire a fire effect with uh, these fiber optic brushes, and I'll just go into Photoshop and tweak just the the rim, the edges of the of the light shape to kind of make it look more flamey. But other than that, I pretty much leave it alone and just do basic adjustments in a camera raw because you don't really need to. As long as you get it close in camera, you're you're done.
0: I'd like to go on and on about last year's event at the Fort Worth Water Gardens. Um, it was cool because we had the model, Roxana Redfoot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, she was doing some really crazy things. You know, she was a dancer, of course, as right. well. And she was in the water with this fiber optic or light up hula hoop led
1: hula hoop. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what a great experience. Uh, I'm I well, well, she's perfect because she's not only a model. She does, she's a performance artist. She does pole dancing. She does the hula, hula hoop, uh, also an actress. Huh? Uh, she's been in, in a movie. She's gonna kill me cause I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> uh, but it did, did pretty well. I think she won like best actress locally. Um, yeah, she's super talented and uh, easy to work with.
0: Yeah, so I guess that's why I want to kind of keep coming back to this this style of event. And I'm not just here to pimp out this one event because because you're here, but I I'm really excited to do this one because it is everything from soups to nuts within one photo shoot. It takes production. It's knowing your camera. It's being creative. And it all happens right at your fingertips. And by the way, it's Thursday, May 7th, uh, 2020. If you're listening to this podcast years from now, this is, it's 2020 (laughs) that this is going to happen. And then we go to fortworthphotofest.com for that. Um, Since we had such a great event last year, again, with Roxanne Redfoot, we decided to make your image the PhotoFest poster. That's awesome. So thank you for that. Thank you for using it. Last year was Dixie Dixon. That's our new trend. And we'll have limited edition images um, by artists that we associate with. In this case, you. Super cool. Tell us a little bit about the poster. Who
1: were the, um, the, the there was one or two. Oh yeah. In okay. That. So that the image you use, those are two ladies I, I work with a lot. They own a company in Denton called Twisted Bodies and they do uh, the Lyra. Uh, they're also aerial performers, uh, yoga silks, Lyra, uh, pole dance. Um, they're just super chill, cool. They're both moms of two kids. Oh, wow. Uh, and they're, you know, they're best buds. So they they gel well together. And all three of us uh, collaborate well together. And that shoot was from, um, we built, or I built a, uh, a water floor inside a, an indoor studio with a tarp and some two by fours to make a little border, filled it with water. And they came in and did some cool, Uh, partner poses. And that's where that, that's where that shot came from. That's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just love that it takes this much thought to produce an image much like filmmaking. You you go into all that prep, Yeah, all that in anyone that goes to this event is going to see that too, that it takes actual preparation and planning and forethought to produce a single image. Right. A lot of people lose sight of that these days. Mm-hmm. and you just think he'd pick up a camera and wing it and yeah be good but this this is really a production
1: got to have that pre-pro as we say in the biz
0: so in addition to the poster which is out you are now the first featured artist in our image gallery downstairs for 2020 thank you
1: again awesome I didn't know it was first that's super cool well,
0: this year yeah you sure are and they are we produced uh, our, our print refinery produced the images and there are nine or so down there that I thought were the most iconic of your collection, and, and I think for those who get to see it, will really either first off recognize those images because they saw them on your Instagram page, but right. um, they really embody everything that it took to capture one of those images. So that these are selections that which totally stand out as everything that you know. I keep saying the word production. Yeah. But that's exactly it. There's these pictures um, in Dallas. And then there's headshots. There's even one that was shot
1: here during one of our workshops. That's that's actually my favorite of the galleries. Really is the one just super simple. For me, less is more usually, and that's just, just a quick stroke of a fiber optic brush along uh Roxana's face. And done. It I love it. Turned out awesome. So we may have actually glossed over the the
0: the question of How did you get into that style of photography? We talked about production, filming production, photography in general, but this is about as poignant and, you know, specific as it can be for a photographic style, light
1: painting. Right. How do you get into Light painting. Yeah. Uh, well, I was kind of, I just had my first kid and, uh, free time was was bye-bye it had just gone <laughs> and i was getting getting a little bit of a creative itch and i was just okay when can i do something creative uh that's quiet at night when everybody's asleep and i knew a friend of mine had showed me some stuff he did with just like you know open shutter and just waving a sparkler around nothing uh as intricate as i've been doing but it kind of piqued my interest kind of put it on the back burner and then uh it kind of hit me i was like you yeah, know i'm just gonna start playing around with you know some slow shutter stuff in the backyard or whatever and <clears throat> i started looking it up online and um came across some some classes uh as part of like creative lives suite i did did like the night photography class and there's these group of guys called the national parks at night who did all this like light painting and they actually call it light writing but that's a whole other wormhole but yeah um so it really kind of opened the doors like, Oh my God, there's like a whole like community of people who do this, you know, light painting. So I just started going down the rabbit hole, researching, finding artists who did stuff. And most of the people in the community are super uh, generous with their sharing their techniques and tips. And so uh, I borrowed a lot of of their tips and tricks and kind of tried to shape it into my own thing. And, and voila. Well, it's, it's, it's working out.
0: I mean, uh, I, mean, I, I I, sometimes wish this podcast was visual and someday we will right. get there. However, <laughs> I think there's a little bit to say for using your imagination. So, and if nothing else, be sure to check out his images on Instagram. What is next, do you think? If, if you had to guess and if you had to like have a little sneak preview you can lend in.
1: How- well, I mean, it's all this is leading up to me trying to figure out how to monetize it, of course, because... <laughs> Yeah, isn't that the dream? Do what you love and get paid for it. Never work a day. So uh, it's I love doing it. It's I think there's definitely a market for it. It's super niche, but I think there's definitely uh, a place for commercial kind of light painting. I've had a little success in the pole dance world um, doing, you know, photo shoots for, for that and Ariel's performers. Uh, so I'm kind of plugging away at that for now, but I think... Uh, doing more workshops, going to cool locations, kind of like the uh, national parks at night guys do. They go all over, the, all over the world doing these cool workshops, night workshops. But that'd be something I'd be interested in pursuing. And uh, that's what I'm kind of working towards right now. Nice. Okay. Well, once again, thank you
0: for being a part of the Fort Worth Photo Fest. And thank you for being part of our Fort Worth Camera Ambassador Corps. Um, you- thank you for having me. No, it's, it's our pleasure. You've actually been um, quite uh, contributive. Is that a word? Sure. Okay. I'll go with that. Uh, you've, you've brought a lot of uh, light into our world, no <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> nice. And it's, it's true. So we're, we're happy to be associated with your creativity. So thank you. However, all things come to an end. Even the good things. This is true. The shutter will close <laughs> eventually. Even the good things, not like this. So That's right. There we go. Uh, final question: Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Does Fort Worth ever cross my mind? Uh, sure. Okay. So I can I can <laughs> gather that you've not listened to these podcasts at least till the very end. This is the question that everybody gets. Okay. Yeah. That's ringing bell now. Okay. Good. Um, and I, I'll I'll preface your answer for you. It's about what Fort Worth means to you. And what comes to mind when you think of this city, this town, this community?
1: Um, Fort Worth. I wasn't a big Fort Worth guy until you know, a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago. I was a big Dallas guy, but as I got older, I got tired of the the vibe in Dallas. I and mean, there's there's mm. pockets where it's it's cool, but uh, Fort Worth is just so chill, and uh, everybody's just got a good attitude. Lots of cool hangouts. Uh, just a much more my type of vibe now that I'm in my forties, mid forties, but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I think of Fort Worth. Just a chill, relaxed vibe. You can check out Kirk Edwards work
0: on Instagram at underscore Kirk, a E. There we go. And you can also check out his light painting with Kirk Edwards event at the 2020 Fort Worth Photo Fest at fortworthphotofest.com. That's Thursday, May 7th. Kirk, you're my friend. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. This has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera at 1600 Montgomery Street in the cultural district of Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Mackenzie Hughes. Our engineer is Greg Woods. For more information about Fort Worth Camera, visit fortworthcamera.com. And for more information on the Fort Worth PhotoFest, please visit fortworthphotofest.com.